but we've had students with 2.4 GPAs, 2.6 GPAs, 2.8 GPAs, 2.9 GPAs who have been able to shift certain things and become very, very attractive applicants to schools that were a perfect match for them. And those students are now either finishing up PT school or they are currently physical therapists. And if they could do it, then you can do it as well. Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, where we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Our goal with these episodes is to give you clarity, confidence, and control over your ability to get into your dream schools as a future physical therapist. So if that's you, you are on the right podcast. And if you enjoy this episode and other episodes, be sure to share them out with other friends, other Pre-PT friends who you believe would value every single episode. We're here to help you get one step closer to your dream. And before we start this episode, we want to give you access to some of our best resources to help you get accepted into PT school despite having low GPAs, previous rejections, GRE struggles, and more. So go to www.ptschoolacceptance.com and we will take care of you from there. Have a blast listening to this particular episode. And if you enjoy it, be sure to share it out with other friends who you believe would value it as well. Hey, what is up, y'all? How you doing? My name is Joseph Gugi. I'm a physical therapist and also one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind. And today I want to talk about GPAs. What kind of GPA will help me stand out as an applicant that wants to get into physical therapy school, that wants to become a physical therapist? Um, and, and how do I navigate through that if my GPA is too low? So the first thing is this. Now, there's this belief that we need super, super high GPAs in order to ever have a chance of getting into PT school. I've actually heard people say you need anywhere between uh, a 3.8 and a 4.0 in order to become a really, really strong applicant with certainty that you're going to get into physical therapy school. Um, and, and that is something that a lot of people do believe. And when you have a 3.3 or 3.2 or 3.1 or 2.9, you start to believe that your chances of getting into PT school are uh, impossible, right? Or are very slim. And that's when we start to have backup plans and all these other things. So I want to talk you through this because this is a myth, right? We've actually, and I've shared this in other um, trainings that we've done, but we've had students with 2.4 GPAs, 2.6 GPAs, 2.8 GPAs, 2.9 GPAs who have been able to shift certain things and become very, very attractive applicants to schools that were a perfect match for them. And those students are now either finishing up PT school or they are currently physical therapists. And if they could do it, then you can do it as well. So let's understand a few things. So, so when, when we have these thoughts about, um, having, uh, 3.8, 3.9, 4.0 being the only way to stand out as an applicant, it starts to create certain beliefs. And that is what holds most of us back as applicants. It starts to lead uh, to us, you know, be, being afraid that we're late in the game, uh, comparing ourselves to other students. So uh, maybe you've compared yourself to other students before, other pre-PTs, classmates, uh, people that maybe applied before you or people that have, you know, maybe A's in the classes that you might have C's in. Uh, and, and, and you also never feel good enough, right? So as an applicant or as a student, you always feel like you're just not up to par. You are not good enough. And it just creates these, these negative beliefs and doubts, man, what if I'm putting all this work into becoming a physical therapist and it just doesn't work out? Like what if it doesn't work out? Right. And so that fear is what holds so many students back. And so there's a few things that if that is you, if you are a low GPA student, um, there's a few things that I want you to start shifting. So the first one is to basically let go of this idea that perfectionism is the only way 
to get accepted into PT school because the reality is whatever you feel your biggest obstacle is, if it's a GPA or something else, GRE or whatnot, um, there's been other students who have been in the exact same position as you who have been able to figure it out and have been able to get into physical therapy school or into their profession of being a physical therapist. And so if they could do it, then you can do it as well. But we have to unlearn this idea of perfectionism that's that it's basically leading us to compare ourselves to other students and whatnot. So um, so so that that is the first thing. Number two, we have to understand that a lot of this has to do with the strategy that I have as an applicant, because if I have a lower GPA, if I have lower grades, then my strategy needs to involve choosing the right school. My strategy needs to involve learning how to figure out what I actually have control over, right? A lot of the things that lead you to doubt yourself are basically because you're focusing on areas in your application that you don't have much control over. You can't go back in time. So if, so if you're stressing about the fact that, oh man, I wish my first few years in college were better. I wish I had gotten better grades. Well, you are pondering a time that you can't go back to. So your question should be, what can I control now? I can control the, the schools that I select. I need to control schools that are actually going to give me the best opportunity to be a strong applicant if I control the things that I can control. I can control what my prerequisite GPA looks like because it's out of a smaller number of classes. I can control my ability to ask for help. And I've talked about this in the past where I've said that asking for help is actually a strength, right? So I can control that. I can control my mindset about all this. I can control how I filter noise, right? So if I have family members or friends or other students that are increasing my doubt. I need, I have control over my ability to filter that out so that I can focus on the best case scenario because the, the reality is you, you can either focus on the worst case scenario, which leads to anxiety and overwhelm and you basically feeling like it's, like it's impossible to ever become a physical therapist, or I can focus on the best case scenario, which gives you the ability to think about what all the next steps are or how you can get help or support or what other students have done to make it work. And it just gives you a lot more motivation and basically energy to do the things that will help you take the right actions and ultimately get into physical therapy school. So which one do you want? Do you want to focus on the worst case scenario and basically let it become a self-fulfilling prophecy? Or do you want to focus on the best case scenario, knowing that other students have been in the exact same position as you and they were able to make it work? Because if you can do what they did, if you can get very specific on what your game plan is, then you have a very high chance of also getting into physical therapy school. The next thing is stop listening to people who have not been on this path before. So if you have people that you're listening to, pay attention. Who am I taking the most advice from? Who am I, whose opinions do I value the most? And are they people that have been on this path before? Are they people who have experienced this before? Because if they are not, you probably shouldn't be taking heavy advice from them because they're just telling you based off of either their fears, their experiences that are not related to physical therapy. And that is what you're using to basically determine whether or not you're going to be a good enough applicant. Those are, that's the advice that's usually going to lead you to have a backup plan, or that's the advice that's usually going to lead you to think, well, maybe, maybe I'll give it one shot. If it doesn't work out, maybe it's not meant to be like, y'all, have you ever thought that to yourself? Well, if, if I can't get a better grade, maybe it's not meant to be. What? Like, look, if, if, if you know for sure that this, like, like if, if I were to ask you, is there another career that you want to be more than becoming a physical therapist? If you'd say yes, then okay, maybe you haven't finalized your decision on what you want to do. And yes, explore that. But if you're like, nope, this is the only career that I can see myself doing, then 
use that as proof that you're on the right path and you should not be considering a backup career. Your job right now is to figure out how can I be better as an applicant by learning how to control the things that I have the ability to control. And if I don't know how to do that, I need to find someone that can help me do that. Does that make sense? And so so, so that, that is the biggest thing. If you can do those things as an applicant, your chances of getting into PT school go through the roof. But this idea of a perfect GPA, a 3.8 GPA, a 3.9 GPA, trust me, if you have... If you have those GPAs, you've put in the work and it's well-deserved, super, super proud of you. But if you don't have that high of a GPA, then understand that you still have a lot of things that you have control over that will help you get into physical therapy school if you're able to, like, like if you're willing to, to leverage them. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Just control what you can control. And then from there, we can start doing some absolute magic uh, because it's not impossible. It's it's far from impossible. Um, and there's been tons of students that have done it. And if they could do it, you, you can do it as well. So um, I hope that helps, uh, especially for those of y'all that, 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 that have low GPAs. Um, that, you know, struggle, struggle with that mindset at times where, um, and I see that all the time. And that's why I'm doing this pr- particular training. And, um, if this is valuable to you, share this with another student that has a low GPA or another student that is doubting their ability to be a strong applicant. And hopefully it'll inspire them as well. Uh, and of course, be sure to like subscribe. And if you're like, yo, I want some action steps. I want some tools. I want some, some help with this. Then, uh, go to www.ptschoolacceptance.com ptschoolacceptance.com. And we'll get you started. Have an amazing rest of your day. We'll see you on the next training. Bye. What is up guys. You've been listening to the pre PT grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you could take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.